Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Thanks for downloading the John Quintero Show On Demand. And remember, you can always listen to my show as well as on-demand audio from Ben and Woods, Gwen and Chris, and other Intercom San Diego stations using the Radio.com app. Remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. 97.3 The Fan is proud to bring you high school football coverage. We'll take an in-depth look at what's going on around high school football in the San Diego section with the coach, John Cantera. This is absolutely fantastic that we're getting the high school football back on the air because high school football in San Diego is big time. And Braden Surprenant. Elian Noah to the near side, cuts it to 35-40, runs right up the hash mark, he goes to the far side, breaks the tackle to 40, 35-30, 25-20, one man to beat, 15-10. Five, reaches the end zone, touchdown Helix. From player and coach interviews to game picks and breakdowns of the best matchups of the week, we've got you covered on the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan. And good evening and welcome to our High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan each and every Thursday, 9 to 11. Great to have you with us. And our portion of the show is brought to you by the Eric Parady Save a Life Foundation. It's Sudden Cardiac Arrest Awareness Month. Protect uh, the number one thing in your 300 uh, youth out there at risk. Uh, screen your teen on November 3rd. Register at epsavealife.org slash the fan. Well, thanks for joining us tonight. Braden will be along at the uh, bottom of the hour. Uh, we're going to uh, get out to our first guest. And again, tomorrow night, we will have a, a big night out at Granite Hills High School. Uh, the Gwyn and Chris show will be out there from 3 o'clock till uh, kickoff at 7 o'clock. Braden and I will have the game both on 97.3 The Fan and the Radio.com app. It'll be uh, Grossman off to a great start this year at 5-1, and one, uh, going in to take on the Granite Hills Eagles, who are 4-2. and two, And we'll tell you more about uh, Grossman and Granite Hills in the next half hour. We're joined right now by their head coach at Grossman High School, Tom Carlo. And, Tommy, how are you tonight? I'm doing great, John. Thank you. Uh, Kurt, congratulations. I know you've got a, a few more wins since uh, you hit the century mark, but congratulations on getting to the 100 win mark in high school football. That, that's a lot of, lot of time put in and, and well-deserved, and congratulations. Well, thank you, John. I appreciate it. Makes me feel good and old all at the same time. So. <laughs> well, you know, we had your ball game uh, a few weeks back uh, early in the year, and you guys uh, at that time put up a county record of yardage that night on Modern Day Catholic. That was eventually uh, uh, beaten, actually, I think in the next week uh, by Bishops, uh, and they went against Modern Day Catholic as well. But you guys have really got a potent offense, and it starts really, uh, I think, with your senior quarterback, Jamie Odom. He is really putting up some big numbers right now. Yeah, you know, in my eight years at Grossman, I've been lucky to have some really good quarterbacks, and that's kind of the key to our offense and really probably any team. But uh, Jamie's just playing at a real high level right now. We put a lot on his plate. Um, we're running zone read, tempo. We're running quick checks where he makes all the decisions, and he's handling it real well. Bright kid, great athlete. I think he's averaging like 80-something yards a game rushing as well as 300 passing. So, you know, we're fortunate to have a kid like him with him, and a lot of the guys are playing well behind him in terms of his leadership and uh 
you know, for us right now, I'm just looking forward to seeing how he responds these next few games and going into the playoffs. This is the fun time of year when you get in the league and you get ready for the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, so far so good. And uh, it's great that, great that it's happened to such a good kid. Hey, Tom, what kind of looks is he getting from colleges? What, what level's really looking at him right now? He, 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 we had 42 schools come by to check him out. And, and here's the deal with, with a kid like him. And this is a kind of a throwback type kid, but at the same time, you know, it, it kind of hurts him a little bit, but he's a three-sport guy. He, he started <laughs> as a freshman point guard in basketball. He plays baseball. He doesn't play travel seven-on-seven. Uh, seven seven. He doesn't have a quarterback coach. He, he truly is at Grossmont playing sports. And so he hasn't been out a lot. Um, you know, two weeks ago, USD, San Diego State both came in to look at him. You know, we're sending film to Yale and, and Columbia and all these Ivy League schools. He's got a 4.68 GPA, never had a, never had a B in high school. And uh, 1330 SAT, so most of the Ivy Leagues are on him. Um, you know, UCLA likes him, Utah State likes him. He's one of those guys that's getting recruited right now with that senior year. We're going to take a look at it and then really make a decision type of, of recruitment. And I just try to sell them on the fact that this is the kid you want. He, he doesn't he doesn't buy into any of the stars or any of that. You know, the, the kid he refs. Uh, the uh, local basketball, the youth basketball league that plays at Grossmont, he'll he'll rep huh. it in, in the in the winter. You know, he just he just is all about Grossmont and, and all about sports, and so that's refreshing for me. But at the same time, it's and, and a little bit really run off your name well. out there. So uh, that's a really so exciting really type of guy to coach. No question about that. We're visiting with Tom really Carlo, the head football coach at Grossmont High School. And again, we'll have the game for you tomorrow night on 97.3 The Fan and Radio.com at seven o'clock. It'll be Grossmont taking on the Granite Hills Eagles. Robert Tucker, your junior running back. This guy does a little bit of everything. He runs it uh, from the line of scrimmage, and he does a heck of a job catching the wall out of the backfield. You know, it's funny because this is the prototype of what you're looking at for a lot of these college spread offenses that, you know, want to do a lot of dual stuff with running and passing. And we're very lucky to have a kid like him. He could be our best receiver and at the same time our best running back. And those are guys that you can get the ball in their hands in a variety of ways. And that's what we try to do with him. Um, he's gotten the ball down the field on, on vertical routes, on corner routes, on swing routes. We've given him screens. And then, of course, he runs the ball. I think he's averaging close to 200 total yards a game. Um, we're lucky to have him. He's another great kid, 3.6 GPA. He also plays baseball, one of those two-sport kids that really, really is dedicated athletics and academics. So, you know, as a coach, I'm very lucky to have two of my leaders of the offense being – not only quality students and athletes, but also quality kids. And uh, you know, tomorrow night, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's any secret. You're gonna try. You're gonna see the ball in those guys' hands a lot. You know, <laughs> we're gonna give the ball to Jamie, and he's gonna give it to Robert somehow. And uh, you know, that's what kind of makes our offense go. And if those two guys aren't touching it, how about your senior wide receiver Brody Schicker? He put on a show the night we were out there uh, doing that game last time. Well, you know, Brody's a guy that's another guy. He plays baseball. He's got a 3.5. Again, lucky coach I am. Um, you know, he's got an offer from USD right now. They uh, saw him in their summer passing and liked him. Um, I'm hoping he goes there because I want to go watch him <laughs> the next four years. I just, I just got, I didn't renew my season tickets this year, but I've had season tickets to USD the last four years watching Anthony and Christian Brooks. But uh, he's a, he's a go getter. He gets up and gets the ball. He makes things happen. I think he's. He's got close to 500 yards receiving and six touchdowns. And, you know, that's something that we really need to develop and that we're lucky to have is that third guy where you can't really key on anyone. And uh, one thing that he does that's underrated, and, uh, you know, I, I want to see more receivers do is he's a great blocker. And that's 
that's where really you're going to help the team as a receiver is your blocking as well as your pass catching. But you just named three quality players and quality people we have. And so there's no coincidence that we have a, we're having a good year with those type of kids leading us. You know, I want to jump over the defense here in a minute and ask you about Chris Alba, but I want you to talk a little bit about your offensive line. I was really impressed that night against modern day Catholic. I mean, you guys are five and one, you're one and oh right now in Grossmont Hills league play. Those guys up front are doing a heck of a job for you right now. I was really impressed. We, uh, you know, most like most teams, we're not getting six, five, 300 pound linemen. We've got a bunch of guys that are around six feet, six, one, two and 30 pounds, but they work hard and they really, really do a good job of executing. And, you know, Andrew Sanders, Josh Howery, Govonda Med, uh, Raymond Lira and uh, Nash Sanchez are our starters, and all those guys do a great job. And, you know, it is a position that's under, you know, you don't hear a lot about them. Um, they eat first at our team dinners. They do everything first when we do team uh, stuff and uh, to try to get them some recognition. But you're definitely right, Coach. Those, those guys, we couldn't do without those guys. Jamie's been sacked twice in six games. Twice. And so that's saying a lot. Now, his escapability is really good, but at the same time, you need a good O-line in order to kind of, you know, eat up the yards we do and the points we do. So you're right on that end. It's, it's a great, hard-working group, and, uh, you know, that's what you kind of need at the O-line. You need those guys that are going to get down and dirty and not worry about getting their name in the paper, just worrying about the, the team winning, and we're lucky enough to have those guys. You know, I want to jump over to defense. I want to ask you about your senior linebacker. For the fans uh, listening tomorrow night or going to the game, he's number 34, Chris Albee, 6'1", 230-pound uh, senior linebacker, uh, 60 tackles on the year, five tackles for loss so far. And this is a guy, I think, coming into the year you were really counting on, weren't you? Definitely. He's been a three-year starter for us. Um, he's another one of our players. USD offered him in the spring. Um, he's got a high GPA, 3.6. Uh, you know, it's hard to play defense when you're on a tempo team because you're going to get more plays. The, the other team is naturally going to have more opportunity. And he's a guy that, as a leader, has really embraced that with the idea that, look, we're going to get more chances for tackles and sacks and interceptions and all that. So he's looked at it as a positive. Our defense has looked at it as a positive. And I tell you, we're only giving up 17.5 points a game. And for a team that runs as many plays as we do, we're up to almost 70 plays a game, averaging on offense, and our defense is like at 65. That's a lot. And so for those guys to be with that mindset that that's okay and they want to really embrace that, and he's the leader of that. That says a lot about that kid. And he, he's another kid who's you know, getting recruited by a lot of Division One schools, and he's in that kind of wait-and-see senior year uh, situation. But I know USD thinks really highly of him. And, uh, you know, again, I'd love him to go there, just watch him play some more. But I just can't say enough about his leadership on defense and what he brings to him, and the stats back it up as well. He's averaging double-digit tackles and tackles for losses, getting us in the right spot, getting us in the right checks. And you need that kind of middle linebacker if you want to have a quality defense. You need that guy that's a leader and gets everybody going. So we're lucky to have him. Tom Carlo, our guest here, the head coach at uh, Grossmont High School. They'll be going against Granite Hills tomorrow night right here on 97.3 The Fan at 7 o'clock. Uh, talk about the defensive line. I was impressed with them. You've got uh, some guys along there that are doing a good, good job and really keeping that offensive line off of a backer like a Chris Alba. Definitely. You know, we've got a senior camp, Sanderlin, who's a two-year starter who's uh, our second leading tackler, and he's been really doing a good job of creating havoc down there. And we rotate about seven, eight guys at D-line. It's a position where it's tough to play, and you need to have some depth. Uh, we've had a couple injuries, and we've actually had to move a few guys around. But uh, our defensive line between him, Caleb Smith, 
uh, Wesley Fulton. You know, these are guys that are just down there with their hard hats on, you know, banging around. And, uh, you know, they're doing a good job of keeping keeping the line of scrimmage where it needs to be and letting our linebackers go make plays. And, you know, I think all of our linebackers are within our top five tacklers. And that's when you know you got a good defense when your linebackers are making tackles. That means your D-line's handling the O-line. If your safeties are leading tackles, you got problems because that means the ball is getting through there. So that's we're in a good spot. I'm really happy with my defense. Our defensive coaches are doing a good job. Again, it is hard to play defense with an offense where you're trying to run a lot of plays. So hey. that's probably my most what I'm most proud of of our five and one start is how well our defense is responding and how well they're playing. I mean, there's a long ways to go, but I know with the uh... Uh, if you looked at the playoff outlook right now, you guys would be uh, uh, ranked uh, third. You'd have a bye that first week. But I want to ask you a little bit about the CIF rankings. I, uh, you know, It's the first year they've done them, and maybe you can explain exactly why they decided to go this way. But uh, you guys right now are 10th in the CIF rankings. And I, it seems like a lot of the coaches are real upset about what's going on with these rankings because a lot of them voted for it. But now that it's coming out, they seem to be a little bit upset. You know, I think the problem with any rankings you do from a service like a Cal Preps or a Max Preps is you, you really don't know the formula. And so what we've done in the county in the last couple of years is tried to tweak the formula that Max Preps or Cal Preps is using in order to kind of fit what we feel like is the best way of ranking teams. And that doesn't always come out the way you want it, and it doesn't always come out exactly how you think it's going to be. And I've talked to some coaches about the CIF rankings versus max preps, and there's been some discussions about it. You know, to be honest with you, at the end of the day, I'm the kind of guy that says, look, if we're going to do it, let's do it for a year and see what happens. I have no problem with changing it. But I think what's going on right now is the emphasis in the rankings that we're seeing is about the wins versus strength of schedule versus, um, you know, how, how much you win by. You know, we're trying to get out – the factor of when you know how much you win by we want to get rid of that right we don't want blowouts we don't want to encourage people to run up scores but at the same time when you take something out of a formula other parts of it gain value and i think what you're looking at at the cif website is the value of winning has has gained more and so every team one through four is undefeated the number one seed is undefeated so it sounds like they're emphasizing wins more i don't exactly know what the answer is john i know it's actually created a you know a little bit of a talk, which is good, I guess, you know, uh, some publicity for high school football. But uh, I'm not sure what they're going to do. But right now, I think for the most part, coaches are starting to see where these, these formulas are tough. You, you don't really know what goes into them, so you don't know what you're going to get out of them. Well, we'll see where it goes. Uh, and, again, uh, you can take care of business on the field. Uh, Tommy, thanks so much for the time and uh, look forward to seeing your ball club uh, tomorrow night. And uh, good luck. John, I really appreciate it. Thank you for what you guys do for high school football. We appreciate it. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Tom Carlo, the head football coach at Grossman. Again, uh, the Foothillers uh, ranked uh, by the Union Tribune this week with their 5-1 and one record. They're number 9 this week. And in the CIF poll, they're number 10. And uh, kind of hard to figure out this new formula. A lot of coaches, I think, scratching their head right now. Take a timeout, then we're going to jump over to the other sideline. We'll be joined by Granite Hills head football coach Kellen Cobbs next. Coach John Cantera, Braden Soprano. We're going to 11 o'clock talking high school football right here on 97.3 The Fan. Hey, this is Kellen Cobbs, head football coach, Granite Hills High School. You're listening to the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan. 
Welcome back to our high school football show on 97.3 The Fan. And we heard from uh, Grossmont head coach Tom Carl in the first segment. We're going to get to uh, Granite Hills head coach. And, yeah, it's becoming a radio star. Braden and I were talking during the uh, break. Uh, Kellen Cobb's been on our show quite a bit the last couple of years and always a great guy to visit with. He brought a couple of his players over uh, uh, a few weeks back and his team off to a pretty good start. I know they took one on the chin last week, but uh, they're sitting right now at 4-2. and two. We're joined by Kellen Cobbs uh, from Granite Hills High School. Kellen, welcome. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Ah, doing uh, well tonight. Uh, you guys ready to go tomorrow night? Yeah, we're excited about the opportunity. Uh, Grossmont's a great football team, so excited to you know have them and have you guys out. Uh, we're uh, fired up about being out there. Uh, what's the weather going to be like out there tomorrow night? They tell me it can be really hot, but it can also, when that sun goes down, get a little cool out there. Yeah, we've got a little bit of a Santa Ana wind coming coming down the hill from uh, Alpine, so it'll be a little hot at, at first, but I think it'll cool off at night. It won't be too bad for you guys. Nothing right. like that Poway game you guys did at the beginning of the year. Oh, boy, that, that's true, and that was a, a great win uh, for you guys that night. You guys played really well and pulled that thing out 28-24 to 24 there in the final few minutes of the ball game. You guys got off to a, a good start. Uh, uh, last week, uh, a really uh, a hot top-notch uh, Steel Canyon team got you 28-13. to 13. Uh, You guys are sitting at 0-1. This game tomorrow night's got to be pretty critical for the league standings. Yeah, it's a big game for both of us, uh, you know, in terms of seeding for playoffs and things like that. Uh, obviously, we came up a little short last week against Steel Canyon, and then, you know, we have Helix again later in the schedule. So uh, it's going to be really tough. Uh, we got to get one this week. It's a big game, and we're excited about it. Uh, what's have been the strength of your football team so far? We saw you in week one. We watch the scores each and every week. Uh, is there one area of your football team that's kind of carrying you right now? I think definitely our defense. That's kind of how we build our football program. Uh, yet we have to be able to play good defense and stop the run. And Our defensive line has done a great job of that so far for us this year. and uh, They've really kept us in games. Our offense is really coming along. We're starting nine underclassmen on that side of the ball, so you know, it's taken them some time, but they're really playing well, and um, we've got to keep building on that. You know, Kellen, I look at your defensive line, and I know, uh, you know, when you do interviews, usually you talk about all the guys that are racking up a yardage and touchdowns, but your defensive line is pretty a good group of guys. you got some uh, beef up front. Uh, Zach Burton, a really good-looking sophomore. Jeremy Satbury, a, a senior. Uh, Zoe Cuero. Zoe uh, spent some time with us. Uh, you brought him over that one night, a really nice young man. And uh, Jacob Hennessy. Those guys up front are pretty tough. Yeah, they've been doing a great job, and we ask a lot, a lot of them. Uh, all those guys need to know how to play inside and outside. We do a lot of different stunting and twists and I heard Tom talk about, you know, we don't always get to be big, huge defensive players. Um, so we got to do a lot of slanting, a lot of movement, and try and get, you know, guys guys into gaps and use their speed because they are, a couple of them are a little bit undersized, but they all play hard, and we're just trying to find those matchups for those guys and, and let them go. Hey, tell us a little bit about your linebacking core led by Ethan Bishop. Uh, Ethan's been a great kid for us. He's a three-year starter. Um, you know, he's, he's the type of player that you want on your football team. You just, especially on defense, you know, just gets to the wall. He's a great tackler in space. Uh, but our two, you know, our two juniors are playing really well. Michael Wallace, I think, has a chance to be a Division One football player. Uh, he was on track for us in the offseason, really bought into, you know, getting faster, and that's shown up against some of these teams that we're playing. Uh, he's playing with a lot of speed and uh, a lot of aggression. So he's doing a great job. And then Justin is also doing a, a fabulous job for us playing our weak side linebacker spot and 
uh, being able to go out in the pass drops and, and things like that. He's, he's done a real nice job. So all three of those kids are really playing well, and uh, we're excited about them. We're visiting with Kellen Cobbs, the head football coach, Granite Hills High School, our guest tonight here on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, let's talk about your secondary because uh, uh, I know in that Poway game, they came up with some big plays, especially late. And, you know, we had uh, Junie Harris in here uh, with you a few weeks ago when Zoe was well. But talk about the uh, four starters in the secondary for you. Yeah, we're excited to play Grossmont. Um, they're a team that likes to throw the football. Um, you know, up until this point in the season, we played quite primarily run first team. So, I think it's a good opportunity for them. Uh, I think Junie's only been thrown out two or three times all year, unfortunately. So, you know, it's tough to put together a you know, highlight day for plays for colleges and teams aren't even looking at you know, his side of the field. So it's been good for us because, you know, obviously he's been able to do his thing and kind of shut down one side of the field. And uh, the other corners are uh, Dalton Sex and Titus Starling. Both of those kids have been playing well, both underclassmen. Um, and then our safety play has been phenomenal. Uh, Austin Smith, uh, you know, a kid that got a little bit of playing time as a sophomore, really good football player, uh, another multi-sport athlete, uh, really good pitcher, left-handed. And then uh, number 33 is a guy that I think can be a Division One football player. Uh, Matt Keeley is his name. We moved him from uh, defensive line, actually. So this is the first year he's been back in the uh, secondary, and he's running around. I think he's got four or five interceptions already so far this year and just doing – fabulous job for us plays a little bit of receiver as well um but he's i think a division one type of player kellen i i look at your quarterback justice mccomb and uh you know we talked about it earlier in the year a first year starter a guy that uh, taken over for a good one in chris ostring and you know his numbers are, are very interesting he's got 13 touchdowns but eight interceptions but the other thing that he does really well is he runs with a football exceptionally well i mean he he's really gaining a lot of ground uh, on the uh, or i should say a lot of yards on the ground this year yeah, we're not afraid to run the football with our quarterbacks. That's been a staple of our offense for a while now, and he's really stepped up and done a great job in that role. Uh, he's really thrown the ball, you know, really nice the last few weeks. Uh, he's been, you know, hitting targets, and we've we've had some young receivers that are, you know, learning some route adjustment things, and um, you know, he, our passing game's really come along the last few weeks, and we're getting a couple of seniors back, so that's definitely going to help us out. And uh, but yeah, he definitely runs hard and uh, a little bit different than Chris. You know, he's a little bit more downhill and uh, straight line. Chris Chris had a little bit more wiggle to him, but Justice has really done a good job for us at quarterback. How do you feel about the way the offensive line's playing right now? Uh, they're coming together. We've, we've played seven underclassmen so far this year. It's, uh, you know, in, going into the season, it was a concern for us. We didn't have one senior on the, on the offensive line, but played a couple sophomores and five juniors, and they're really starting to come together. We, you know, Steel Can's a really good football team, and I thought for the most part, um, they did a pretty good job. Only gave up a few, you know, a few busts. But um, I mean, their defense is is pretty lights out, and they they battled, they stepped up, and made some plays for us. So, um, you know, I think they're going to keep getting better. Our offense is going to keep getting better, and you know, I, I, I have a lot of confidence in that unit. Got some pretty big kids up front. I got a like six five tackle, Stan Early, who has a chance to be, you know, a recruitable kid. Um, he's kind of still you know, coming into his own and learning how to play the game at the varsity level, but he's done a nice job. And uh, Dimitri Fuentes is our center. He's the, uh, the rock that kind of was the one returner on that offensive line as a starter, as a sophomore. You know, he's a junior now and does a really good job of, of getting our calls out to our guards and, you know, making sure we're attacking the right guy in our, in our run plays and things like that. 
You know, Kellen, I take a look at your league, and and I have to chuckle a little bit because, I mean, there's really no nights off. I know El Cap's having a rough year. They're 0-6 right now, but, you know, they can put some points on the board. Their defense has been giving up a lot of points, but they're a team, if you don't show up, they can put some points on the board against you. Valhalla is a much improved team this year. Uh, Granite Hills, uh, you guys are sitting at 4-2 and two right now. Grossmont, 5-1. and one. Helix, 5-1. and one. Steel Canyon, 6-0. and oh. This league continues to get better. Yeah, I think it's a really deep league. And, you know, honestly, you look at some of the running backs that we have to face. I know the kid we're going against tomorrow night is a really good football player. Uh, Tucker, you know, he's one of the best backs in the in the county, especially in his, his age group. Um, and then, you know, Steel Canyon's got Wes Neely. He's a phenomenal player. And then, obviously, Helix has the best player in the county with uh, the Noah kids. So you look at those three guys, and then Keegan Baker is also no, you know, no slouch. I think he's in the top, top five or six in the county in rushing yards. So, I mean, it's a deep league. I don't think sometimes it gets the credit that it deserves, but, um, you know, we all got to show up when it comes to playoff time and, and, and step up and make some, make some noise when, when we hit the playoffs. But right now, you know, it's interesting. It's my first year being up in Division One, and, you know, being in the playoffs already, it's kind of like, got some time to figure things out and that's what we've been able to do the first five six weeks of the year and uh just keep kind of grinding away and trying to get better and hopefully you know win some two games like tomorrow night and get a decent seed and put yourself in a good spot to make a run but um you know having those those first kind of five non-league games to figure some stuff out and maybe maybe play with a couple different things that you might not have if, if you know you weren't guaranteed a playoff spot but um yeah i mean the depth of the league is definitely there i know a lot of people are kind of kind of scratching their heads at, you know, why Steel Canyon is ranked number one. But, you know, you look at it like they beat Helix last year. They lost the Saints by a touchdown. You know, those two programs are no no joke. So I think they're right there with those four teams. Um, you know, Cathedral being the other one. So, you know, I know a lot of people are kind of scratching their heads at the, the whole playoff ranking system and that whole deal and trying to compare scores. But I think they're a really good football team. And then obviously Helix is Helix. I mean, they're, they're one of the tops in the county year in and year out. Kellen, uh, I got one last question. You mentioned five non-league games. How difficult is that for a high school football coach to schedule five non-league games? Uh, it's really difficult, and our league is actually considering moving it to just four and seven, and the four being us, Grossmont, Steel, and Helix. Um, so it's going to get even tougher for us to you know, find games, especially once you get into league play, it starts getting tough to find games week seven, eight, um, nine sometimes, you know, trying to trying to find other schools that might be on there by. You're kind of limited with the schedule, but um, you know, you see teams like Helix. Nobody really wants to play them in our section. That's why they, you know, pick up so many out of town games. And um, you know, I know Steel Canyon starting to have some problems uh, finding finding games. And we might have to take the Grossmont approach of you know paying some teams to come in and play us because just in order to get enough games, it might be something we might have to start looking at. So. It's been difficult, but, uh, uh, you know, something that we try and help our ADs help with and try and figure it out. Well, we appreciate the time. We're looking forward to coming out. You guys were a great host to us last year when we uh, kicked all this high school football stuff off on Friday night, and we're certainly looking forward to being out there tomorrow night. And best of luck to you. Thank you. We appreciate you guys and all you do for high school football. We'll uh, step aside. Kellen Cobbs, the head football coach at Granite Hills. Uh, 
Hey, Braden, I got to talk to you right now. I'm really geeked up about going out there tomorrow night. I I had said a while back when you and I were talking about, you know, what game are we going to do this week? And you and I kind of, I don't know, for some reason, we really like going out there. And it's a beautiful stadium. You got the big mountain right there in the backdrop when we're sitting in the press box. It's a great setting. Yeah, it's a great place to watch a high school football game. Uh, They do a really good job of uh, making us feel welcome out there and a great uh, hospitality um, not just from Grand Hills, but Grossmont gave us uh, some big hospitality as well. We went to the uh, the Grossmont game. I put game on about five pounds day. after they brought all that food from the concession stand at yeah, Grossmont exactly. that I was, night. I was trying to get as much food as I can. You and Steve Dolan and all our crew was just pounding down all the food that they kept bringing us. And In fact, once we were done with all the food, they were like, do you guys want some more? And I was like, whoa, <laughs> hey, easy, man. You've been giving us a lot of food the, throughout the entire night, but... Uh, it's a good it's a good place to watch a game. It's a beautiful sunset. Uh, we don't get to see the sunset part, but the way the sun reflects off the mountains, uh, you know, over our our view of the uh, the visiting stands, that's uh, a great place to watch a high school football game. It's one of the bigger stadiums in high school football out here in San Diego as well. Uh, we got a lot to get done, uh, and uh, thank again to uh, Tom Carlo from Grossmont and Kellen Cobbs from Granite Hills. We'll step aside. When we come back, uh, Braden and I are going to take a look at the Union Tribune rankings this week, the CIF rankings, as well as the Cal Prep uh, Top Ten as well. Coach John Cantera, Braden Soprenant, till 11. This is the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is John Joyner, head football coach of Modern Day Catholic. You're listening to the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan. And welcome back to the High School Football Show, brought to you by our friends at Lolita's Mexican restaurants all over San Diego. I could use some uh, taquitos uh, from uh, Lolita's right about now, but uh, nonetheless, we uh, thank Lolita's for being a longtime sponsor of high school football and, of course, our Lolita's Student Athletes of the Week. And I'll uh, name those tomorrow at about 520 on the Gwen and Chris program. The boys will be out there tomorrow at Granite Hills. Uh, Chris and Tony, they're fired up about getting back out on the high school uh, campuses. Yeah, they are. And they, uh, it was the first week was last week. They were back on the campus. They were at uh, Tory Well, Tony Blinds. was off for his birthday, so it was Scraby and, and Chris last week. Yeah, they are excited to uh, to be out there, just as excited as we are uh, to be out there as well. Um, they have a really fun time. They get to talk to both coaches. They get to interact with all of uh, you listeners out there. Uh, it's going to be a fun time again at Granite Hills. Go out there early. I know there's going to be a JV game before. Get yourself a seat at the game. It's going to be a, a you know full crowd tomorrow at the uh, Granite Hills Grossmont Varsity game. Get there early. Watch the JV team. Hang out with Gwen and Chris. By the way, I know there's a big KSON following out there in East County. They're going to be giving away Country Fest tickets uh, for KSON. Uh, maybe even some stagecoach passes. Who knows? You know, but they're going to be dialed in with a lot of a lot of giveaways out there. I think maybe even Sea World tickets as well. Um, so get out there early. Go hang out with Gwen and Chris. Uh, hang out with Matt Scraby and, and have a good time with them. And you might be able to win yourself some tickets out there. You know what the great part? Uh, well, there are a lot of good things about going to Granite Hills. One of our favorites. But you don't have to worry about parking. There's plenty of parking. Yeah, they got that giant dirt lot in the front. And, you know, I, I go, when I do the site check at a lot of these schools, 
um, you know, I always ask, hey, is there, where, where's the best place to park or can I park here? Can you guys save us a parking spot? Because um, I'm coming from a game and you're, you're coming from the North County. Uh, you know, try to save us a spot so we don't have to park, you know, 10 miles away from the campus. Uh, I don't have to worry about that question here at Granite Hills. they got no. that giant dirt lot in between. they got the parking spots um, right next to the field. And then down a ways, they got more parking. Um, it's plenty of parking. Again, anybody out there listening that wants to go to a high school football game, this is the game to go to. Uh, great hospitality by Granite Hills. It's a great place to watch a football game. And it should be for an exciting game. Plus, if you go hang out with Gordon and Chris, like I said, you might uh, go home with some tickets to some fun events here in San Diego. All right, Brian. Let's take a look at the Union Tribune top ten to start with. Let's start off at number ten. You got Lacosta Canyon. They're sitting at three and three. Uh, they're probably a little bit disappointed with that three and three record, but this is a pretty good football team. All right. Uh, yeah, Lacosta Canyon. Uh, you know, three and three on the year. I was kind of surprised uh, by their outcome a couple weeks ago, but um, a lot of their games have been. You know, they've been hard fought battles. They lost the Oceanside. And I think triple overtime, they lose to Cathedral Catholic, they lose from San Clemente out of town. Uh, they're a team that, despite their record, uh, is a team that if I was in the Avocado League, I wouldn't really want to play too much. I think they're a dangerous team. Yeah, I like uh, Iker, their quarterback. Um, you know, they got the uh, the running backs and the, the running back family up there. Blanket on their name right Lippert. now. Lippert. The, uh, is it uh, Carson Lippert now? Or is it Aiden Lippert? I think it's Aiden. Aiden Lippert is uh, running all over the place there at La Costa Canyon right now as well. Uh, I, they're a scrappy bunch. I think they're a pretty good football team up there in the North County and a team that uh, they might not win the Avocado League, but they're going to have a factor in determining who wins the Avocado League because you're going to have to beat La Costa Canyon in order to win that league. Uh, Grossmont checks in at number nine, five and one. We've seen them uh, once before. Uh, we know that they can put points on the board. We're going to see them again tomorrow night in a game will be heard right here on 97.3. The fan at seven o'clock, they're going uh, down the road to take on uh, Granite Hills. And again, you can also get that on our radio.com app. Uh, the one thing about Grossmont, they can put points on the board just about against anybody. They can move the ball really quickly. They're on the ball pretty fast. We saw Hilltop do it as well. Uh, we've talked about this before with this Grossmont team. I've talked about being in college football and seeing the spread offense and the air air raid, high tempo, whatever you want to call it, uh, offenses where they try to get on the ball quickly and run it. I see a lot of high schools try to do it, but there's not a lot of high schools that can do it. Grossmont is one of the schools that does it uh, you know, proficiently. Um, so I'm excited to see them out there again, see uh, Robert Tucker out there running around, Schnicker, the uh, the, well, the wideout for uh, Grossmont as well. Uh, they got a lot of guys and a lot of weapons for the Grossmont Foothillers that uh, Granite Hills is going to have to be aware of. I'm curious to see how Grossmont does against a team that's pretty much, I think, their caliber. I think these two teams are very well you know, matched. I think they're uh, very evenly matched, uh, if you will. But you know, for me, Grossmont, if you look at their schedule and the teams that they beat, um, they beat a lot of a lot of decent teams, but not really great teams. They played a really good team in Madison. Uh, ended up being their only loss last week against um, you know Valhalla. They were not really tested too much, but um, I like to see Grossmont go against Granite Hills, and I like to see Grossmont to go against Steel Canyon and Helix uh, later on in the year too. That round robin play between Grossmont, Helix, Steel Canyon. Um, Grossmont, Helix, Steel Canyon, and uh, Granite Hills is going to be a fun one to watch. I would agree with that. Uh, number eight this week, Oceanside. They're four and two. They got shellacked last Friday night at Mission Hills, twenty-seven nothing. I'm maybe not surprised they got beat, but they didn't even score, and they did a great job of shutting down Kavika Tua. Yeah, I was uh, I was really surprised by the score. Not really necessarily the outcome. Mission Hills was talked about a lot going into this season as being the top team in Avocado League, the team to beat in the Avocado League. 
A lot of great players up there at Mission Hills. Uh, kind of a disappointing start so far. I mean, they're 4-2. Uh, they're hanging in there. They're number six in the county, according to the Union Tribune. Uh, we'll get to where the rankings are in the, the other rankings as well. But uh, that was a big statement win for Mission Hills, uh, basically saying, you know what, we're, we're here. Uh, don't forget about us in the Avocado League. I, I was surprised they shut out Oceanside. Kavika, too, is a, a really good running back for Oceanside. It sounded like they loaded up the box and tried to make uh, you know Oceanside beat him in the air, and Oceanside could not get that done, and, and Mission Hills was able to knock him down. But, you know, Oceanside, they're they're another good team. I mean, the Avocado League's got a lot of good teams. We're not talking about them as much as we've talked about, um, you know, the Avocado League in years past, but they're still one of the top leagues in San Diego. Well, come playoff time, we may be uh, – we'll have to wait and see. Uh, there's still some pretty good teams outside of the Avocado League in North County this year. Now, tomorrow night, Oceanside is going to play host to Carlsbad at Simcox Field. That ought to be a pretty good ball game tomorrow night. Uh, moving up in the uh, rankings, we get to number six. You got Madison sitting at four and two. This Madison team seems to be getting their sea legs. They're starting to be a little bit more consistent. Yeah, this uh, Madison team going into the season, I thought the uh, you know we talked about it with uh, Chris Smith, top dog, last week. I thought the cupboard was empty with these guys, and uh, um, I knew how good Keontae Springs was. Uh, they got a lot of good players. Their defense is well coached. Um, they're going to tough sledding, I think, this week against Cathedral Catholic. But, you know, they beat Lincoln last week. That's a pretty good win for Madison. I was not surprised. I actually picked Madison to win that game. Um, but I like the Madison Warhawks right now. I like what they're doing. I think they're a team that, you know, a lot, not a lot of people were talking about to start the season. Now we're talking about them. Uh, they're definitely a case in Division One for sure. I don't know if they can sneak into the open playoff. Of course, if they beat Saints and Cathedral, they're in the open playoff. But aside from that, uh, Madison's going to be a tough out, I think, in the in the Division One playoffs this year. We're taking a look at the Union Tribune top ten. We move up to number six. You got the Mission Hills Grizzlies. They're starting to to put it on. I mean, that was a great win at home last week against uh, Ocean's or Oceanside, twenty seven nothing. And again, uh, they're sitting right now with a four and two record. I didn't really know how good they were going to be early in the year because they play teams from outside the area. But now they seem to be. Uh, really starting to make some things happen. Yeah, they're starting to uh, play very well. I think they're clicking together as a team. You know, Oxney, their quarterback, is a pretty good quarterback up there at Mission Hills. Uh, they got Elijah Lloyd, uh, is a tremendous athlete. I got to see him firsthand last year. Uh, he's doing great things up there at Mission Hills as well. They got a lot of good players. They got uh, Seau on the defensive line. Uh, we saw them last year against Rancho Bernardo. They're a team, of course, you know, the record, they play a tough schedule every year and they play in a tough league. I'm curious to see how they do the remainder of the Avocado League. I'd like to see them go against Carlsbad again, potentially, even though Carlsbad already beat them. Um, but uh, I like Mission Hills the rest of the way through the Avocado League. Uh, number five, you got Steel Canyon. They just continue to win. I'm a little surprised, though, that they're uh, at number five. I thought maybe they'd be just a tad higher because when you look at the CIF poll right now, they're number one. They're number one right now. They would be the number one seeded team in the open division if we were playing tomorrow. Honestly, I think they are the fifth team. I, 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 we watched Carlsbad live. I think Carlsbad... Uh, runs a really good offense. I think they're better than Steel Canyon. I think Cathedral Saints and Helix are all better than Steel Canyon. Uh, like Coach Carlo was saying about the ranking system, they value wins over uh, who you're playing, which I think in high school is just it's just not going to work. It's not like the pros where everybody's evenly matched and you just care about wins and losses. In high school football and college football, when there's so many teams, you have to look at the strength of schedule. Steel Canyon's beaten a lot of teams by one touchdown that Saints, Cathedral, and Helix have beaten by 
50 or 60 points. I mean, that's you have to factor that in. And it's not just Saints, Cathedral, and Helix running the score up on teams for that margin of victory. I, I'm curious to see how Steel Canyon does uh, against Helix coming up. And to be quite frankly honest with you, I think that's their only test so far uh, this season for Steel Canyon is going to be Helix. If they beat Helix, by all means, they deserve to be number one in the county. But until they do that... Um, you know, I know they did it last year. They're going to have to do it again. This Helix team's a little bit different. I think Still Canyon's right around the, the spot they should be in at number five in the Union Tribune poll. They're also five in the Cal Preps poll. I think that's a good spot for the Cougars. And uh, they will be out at El Cap tomorrow night and taking on the winless Vaqueros at this point. Uh, number uh, uh, four is uh, Carlsbad. You and I did their game last week. They uh, torched Torrey Pines 42-7. to They're sitting at 5-1. and one. And the thing that impressed me about that team more than anything else, uh, and they've got a good offense. They've got some guys on offense that can get it done. Aiden saying their quarterback, Noah Vela, the running back slash wide receiver. Cole Wright, another wide receiver. Offensive line's really good. DJ much, Young played really well uh, as well. A much improved team from what you and I saw last year in the playoffs against uh, Cathedral. But the thing that impressed me against Torrey was I don't know if their defense, if they've got any one big monster guy on defense. I thought that defense was extremely well coached, uh, kind of a stay-at-home, old-school type of defense, and they didn't make mistakes. No, and, and when you play a wing T offense, you usually give up touchdowns on, on some mistakes. The only time they give up a touchdown, they end up fumbling on their drive, and then Torrey Pines kind of marched it down the field. But aside from that, uh, when you're going against a wing T offense, you have to know your responsibilities. You have to stay disciplined. You have to stay home, and Carlsbad did that throughout the entire night. They rallied to the football. They're a very good football team. They looked really good. Um, they looked like they were never going to get stopped ever offensively throughout <laughs> the entire night. In fact, every time they got the ball, they seemed to be on the other side of the field within like 50 seconds. Um, they fire on all cylinders. I really like their offensive line. They had they created huge holes. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure Noah Vela – uh, out of all his touchdowns, all of them were above 50 yards or more. He had a 57-yard touchdown run early in the game. He was untouched, uh, and that's a big t- uh, tip of the cap to the offensive line for Carlsbad. That's a team that deserves to be in the open playoff, in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree from what we saw last week. Uh, we got uh, three more teams to get to, and we got about a minute to do it. We got St. Augustine at 5-1, and one, Cathedral Catholic 6-1, and one, Helix 5-1. and one. Uh, we're going to see uh, St. Augustine and Cathedral Catholic a week from tomorrow night in the big charity bowl up at Manchester Stadium. Looking forward to that one. That's going to be a fun game, and we can talk about it next week a, a little bit more. But the home team hasn't won that game since 2011. My junior year of high school, we were able to beat Saints. Since then, it's been back and forth, the road team winning every single year uh, since 2011. Uh, it's curious to see if Cathedral can break that streak or if Saints keeps it going. Anyway, this is a fun rivalry game. It's good to good to see him back and forth over the last handful of years. And uh, Helix, uh, once again, they're uh, sitting at 5-1, and one, number one in the county. They got all 31 votes this week in the uh, UT uh, poll. Pretty impressive. Yeah, I like to see Helix. You know, they got a little bit uh, banged up running back in L.A. on Noah. He's still a top player in the county. We'll see how they do uh, over the next couple weeks or so. They shouldn't have a tester this week. Um, against Valhalla. A little bit later on, uh, we're going to get into that CIF uh, rankings poll and uh, give you the top 10. We're also going to take a look at some of the league standings. When we come back to kick off hour number two, we're going to start jumping around the county, North County, East County, and the South Bay. We'll get uh, all three of our reporters, Drew Cowell, Andrew Paul, and Luke Ramirez. Braden Soprenant, Coach John Cantor, we're heading to 11 o'clock on the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan.
Thanks for downloading the John Kintura Show On Demand. And remember, you can always listen to my show as well as on-demand audio from Ben and Woods, Gwen and Chris, and other Intercom San Diego stations using the Radio.com app. Remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.